You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, Buns, Buns. This is how we do it. Hey friends, welcome back to a brand new episode of Girly Mags. This week we're covering Seventeen Magazine's April 1995 issue with our cover girl Brandy. We'll be looking back on the horrifying shitstorm of hormones and perma boners that was puberty. Gross. <laughs> Very gross. And we'll give you some A-plus advice on how to dump his creepy ass. We also wouldn't be the girly mags you know and love if we weren't throwing some sweet jams and embarrassing moments your way. My name is Dee Mortimer, and to my left this week... Hi, it's Andrea Johns here. School is finished for me, and I'm heading to Auckland this summer, so if there's any Kiwis out there that want to hook me up with a place to live so I'm not sleeping on a beach, is that... Is that a Kiwi accent? Um, um, I, I don't know a if kiwi. that's a proper Kiwi accent. Closer. Actually, that's a bit closer. Brit. My Kiwi accent is me just doing Ray's Derby. <laughs> <laughs> you may be dead. Maybe did what? You may be dead. Yeah, I know, but what did he maybe do? Uh, more like girly nags when it comes to the ball and chain. Of <laughs> <laughs> My name is James Holler, a.k.a. Marilyn Mansplain, a.k.a. Coitus Interruptus. And I have an idea for the Spice Girls reunion. Make it at Christmas time. Have salt and pepper open up. Call it Seasonings Greetings. <laughs> <laughs> well, hard to follow that, but I'm your mustachioed yellow Zahav. Young Manny in the cut, never lacking, always packing. I heard your last podcast, you will not last, you just slacking. It is my humble duty to keep an eye on the Chemets that floats under the radar, people. The trafe is out here both subliminal and on the surface. But thank God, at this time of, 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 of the recording here, it's Passover, and I've been unable to partake in any baked goods, namely Roseanne's burning Jew cookies. <laughs> What's next? Burning cross-shaped sparklers at fucking Darlene's baby shower? Honestly, <laughs> I'd rather hear friggin' Fergie sing the Star Spangled Banner any day. <laughs> Don't want to get too spicy off the bat. We got shit to do, so I'm going to give you two more bars in jig time. Fuck out of here with you and your chicken sweater or pulling up to 714 Delaware. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, hey, guys, I'm Lauren Presky. Uh, yesterday, I received a very thin, nondescript envelope in the mail, and as any normal person would do, I immediately worried that there was anthrax in it. <laughs> And I held it up to a light and was convinced the package had been sent to kill me. So I made my boyfriend go onto the balcony to open it. (laughs) And it turned out to be a necklace I ordered from eBay. Very good. I appreciate, I appreciate your paranoia there, though. I don't know what happened. It went to one to a hundred in like two seconds. I appreciate that you sent him outside like if somebody's gonna die in this situation it's not he, i went me. to open it on my couch and i said get onto the balcony and then i was thinking <laughs> what is he gonna do bring it back in and i was like don't stand there the wind is going that way well, i feel like, like i've rubbed off on you in some way <laughs> and you're officially like a conspiracy you just have uh, like me you just have like close that window and you have a real death of spock moment where his hands on the one pane of glass and your hands on the other That's and you just exactly slowly drops what it was like. you just draw the curtains <laughs> sayonara baby <laughs> All right, what happened? April 1995, Girly Mags, taking you back. On April 1st, Logan Paul was born, a horrible April Fool's joke on his mother and the rest of the world. (laughs) And the universe. (laughs) April 3rd, Howard Stern gets in trouble for disparaging remarks about Selena. So on March 31st, Selena got shot by the president of her fan group, and... uh, uh, on uh, April 3rd, Howard Stern went on the radio and said a day before her funeral, he played gunshots over Selena's music and mocked Selena's fans with a sp- fake Hispanic accent. What he an said, asshole. Spanish yep. people have the worst taste in music. What a piece of shit. Yeah, that, Howard Stern we all is forget. We've all shit. forgiven him, but that's yeah. Nobody I've never I've Howard never Stern, forgiven but him. But we've all forgotten him and that's <laughs> yeah. really d- even Obviously the best. Obviously this is never done, like something. Yeah, but nobody gives a shit about how. Isn't that the point of the story that you didn't know? 
I was just going to say, he's obviously never fucking heard Despacito. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, he said he was sorry, and it was meant in satire like a week Ugh. later. Suck my dick. Also, back in the 90s, I guess they never heard of the Too Soon. Like, three days? Come on. No, but Howard Stern, it was never too soon. Yeah, he was soon. a shock he, was, he did that on purpose, and you either hated him or loved him. And if you loved him, I hated you. Can you imagine, <laughs> yeah. like, how much trouble that probably that guy gets in on His a daily basis? His career just for would saying be over everything. if he did that now. Yeah. Just, like, he just said anything and everything, probably. All right, guys, getting a little serious here. <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> April, I can't not bring this up. April 19th, the Oklahoma City bombing happened. A truck bomb exploded the Alfred P. Mura Federal Building, kills 168 and injures 500. Timmy McVeigh was the perpetrator, and he was mad about how the government handled Waco and Ruby Ridge. He was a right wing extremist. <laughs> it was the deadliest attack on American soil till September 11th attack, six years later. Uh, April 24th, a couple days later, the Unibomber blew up, uh, sent a bomb, and killed. Gilbert B. Murray. Oh, my God, which goes back to my fucking anthrax fear, which is <laughs> exactly. all coming around. I'm rubbing off on all of you. <laughs> I saw, though, like when he, was, when he was about to talk about the Oklahoma thing, as soon as he said it, Prusky, like, goes for her soundboard. I was like, it's she's not like, okay. No, it's, it's not, not appropriate. Okay. I was looking for something. Nope. We're going to get girly woke for one second. Again? We've been woking all day. We right. just got serious. I can't help it. Now we got woke. April Two was serious. Right-wing white guys, white terrorists. There were almost twice as many terrorist attacks by right-wing extremists than by Islamic extremists in the U.S. from 2008 to 2016. Of 201 terrorist incidents on U.S. soil, 115 were by right-wing extremists. So maybe You're we need more of a registry for right-wing Christian guys Bingo. than we do worrying about Islamic terrorism. Right-wing Christian people should be forced to go from door to door and be like, Hi, I'm your neighbor. I'm a right-wing Christian, and I have to tell you that I'm living here. White-wing. fucking ostracized. They're yes. white-wing. White-wing. <laughs> white-wing whiskers. White-rings. But yeah, let's start a registry for those fucking people. The same people who yell about terrorism and all uh, the government needs to be tougher on it. You guys are the terrorists. Yep. Bingo. All right. In the charts, taking it to a lighter note, we played it at the start. This is how we do it. It was number one by Montel Jordan. For the whole month. It was, yeah, basically the whole month. Yeah. Destroyed the charts. Also, James's favorite karaoke song. Uh, Also released in that month was Alien Lanes by Guided by Voices, Lemonade and Brownies by Sugar Ray. Astro Creep 2000 by White Zombie. Well, don't damble, damble, damble. <laughs> I am an Astro Creep. Wowie Zowie by Pavement. These are Rowies. This is Rowies. This is the Rowie section. The Infamous by Mob Deep. Oh, I was so in my element in these days. I would just have to show up at the club and wink at a girl. And the Friday soundtrack, which had <laughs> Keep They Heads Ringing by Dr. Dre on it. Ding, nice. ding, dong. Ring a ding 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 dong. Keep the heads ringing. <laughs> That's all I know. Classic movies released uh, April '95. Bad Boys, which they're still struggling to make another one with. That was such a good movie. Will Smith, Martin Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, while like, you were sleeping, to our very girly Meg, Sandra Bullock. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, I, I'm confusing that with Sleepless in Seattle. Two totally different movies. And the classics, The Basketball Diaries. Yeah. Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio. Uh, Mark Wahlberg. Those other guys. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Friday was also released in April. Drugs. Classic. And the other classic, (laughs) Jury Duty, starring Polly Shore. Which is actually based on a true story. You mean mean the OJ trial (laughs) the year before? People always, like, don't believe me when uh, they're like, oh, I went to go see a movie, and I'm like, oh, I saw that too. And they're like, remember this part? And it always seems like I'm lying because I never remember any parts in any movies except for Friday. I remember this quote, and it's the best quote. He's trying to get Ice Cube to smoke, Chris Tucker. His argument is like, it's Friday. You ain't got no job, and you ain't got shit to do. And we're back with some trauma-rama, some embarrassing moments to share with you that readers wrote into Seventeen Magazine. So this one is called Voices, Carrie. 
One day, my friend and I were walking down the street in a silly kind of mood. We were discussing, in loud English accents, all kinds of semi-obscene subjects. As we were passing a park, I yelled at the top of my lungs with the accent, Look at these mangoes! As I said this, <laughs> I pushed my boobs together. Been Australian. My friend laughed, pointing to a nearby bench, and there was two of the finest guys in school. I was dying. So I was just looking up some fun, <laughs> some fun names for boobs related to uh, food. Fiery biscuits, melons, cream pies, chesticles, chomplamoose, cantaloupes, bazoombas, and bacon hangers. Fiery biscuits. You said... Fiery biscuits. You said cream pies, and I'm like, that means something completely different. Well, it depends if you're you're breastfeeding. (laughs) It's my favorite Coldplay song. Breastfeeding? We were walking down the street in a silly mood. Uh, I pressed my breasts together and said, check out these mangoes. (laughs) A cream pie versus a pearl necklace, though. But, like, what the pearl necklaces around the neck? Yes. What's the cream pie? Okay, the cream pie is on the... Or yeah, and it can then also be in your butt. What happens? What do you do when you jizz on the girl's nipples? Like one nipple, apologize. two nipple. Kind of thing. <laughs> no, because some girls really like that, like jizz all over my nipples, kind of thing. I have never heard that in my life. Well, you need you have had the same girlfriend for like six years, buddy. <laughs> Just requires some aim. No, a cream pie is when the pr- the guy like jizzes in the girl no, or the guy. other or the guy's or anus. anyone. Yeah. yeah. Isn't a cream pie when you jizz though. like just on it? No, no. in no, in it. Because the cream is inside. What kind of? Uh, that's a, a cream pie with cre- with You're cream right. on it. That'd what be kind like of donuts a, uh, are you eating? And then there's usually just like you know they zoom right in on it like <laughs> coming out. It's These like a Boston corner. cream pie. Exactly. <laughs> they zoom in on it, or or you zoom in? <laughs> no, on no, it. they do. They do. <laughs> do you like at her keyboard being like? <laughs> yeah. She's like she's Enhance. like. Enhance. Yeah. Enhance. Enhance. <laughs> Damn it, Lauren. That's going to make a CSI joke. A <laughs> series of screenshots follows. Yes, I am a perv. <laughs> I love that you're like the resident girly max perv, D, because yeah, like, yeah. you can have that torch. Here you go. When anyone says, what exactly is it called when, and before we even finish, D's hand is up. She's like, I know, I know. And she's freaking the fuck out. If you have any interesting sex questions... Ask D. Dr. D. Dr. D. <laughs> Dr. D. Don't go to your parents because they're probably not having sex and they and won't don't, really know. And don't go to your doctor. They're just trying to light you up with a bunch of anthrax and <laughs> other things and their fake <laughs> vaccines. Yeah. Which I think we should actually consider having a little Girly Mag's Dr. D corner. And if anyone wants to ask any questions, D is very well versed in sex. And if I'm not, I'll find out for you. (laughs) What's it called when you come in between someone's toes to make it look like they have webbed toes? Uh, D? (laughs) Froggy style. Oh, I love it. What if you ejaculate in between someone's butt cheeks and spread them open? That's called Charlotte's Web. puberty was like for you guys but if it was anything like me and this fellow human it went a little something like this I'm so confused see lately I've been having these really strong sexual feelings and I can't make them go away I feel like I need to have sex as soon as possible I'm 14 and I'm a virgin I don't want I don't want to have sex until marriage but this feeling is an all-day everyday thing I don't know what to do if I have sex will it go away does it? Does this make me a yes. slut? Get yes. married. Just get married right now. <laughs> get married now. Get married to your cousin, the Girl. rock your and roll musician cousin. Jerry Lee Lewis. Oh, puberty! What a time to be alive. Masturbation routine. Did someone say? <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know what puberty was like for you guys, but like, oh my god, I would fuck a fire hydrant if it showed any interest. I, I was no interest in sex. Oh, so I, had, I thought you were gonna say in a fire 14 hydrant. Fourteen times one time in grade seven. Wait, seven? You were 13 years old. 
I was masturbating since I was like 12. Oh, I masturbating. Know. I thought you said you fucked for 13 <laughs> times or something. No, that'd be cool. Like, it's like your sham. It's like your champagne birthday. It's like you're 13, but you fucked someone 12 times or something. At 13, like that. if I fucked 12 times, it would literally take like 12 minutes. It would just be like having a machine gun. Just like, cock, reload, reload. <laughs> I think I don't know if you guys remember. We talked a little bit about Jumbo Video the last week, oh, and yeah. I don't know if you guys remember Video Ninety Nine. Yeah, I remember that. Shout out Video Ninety Nine. <laughs> Shout out to Video Ninety Nine. So we had in I I grew up in just a suburb of Toronto, and we had a Video Ninety Nine, and they had an adults only section at the very back. With the and swinging doors. So <laughs> if it had the fucking no, it didn't have no. It had no sliding doors. Nothing. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't, I'm sorry, just like, imagine my turn finally turned 18 and I bust into the saloon doors <laughs> like I'm a cowboy coming to town. I swear. No, I swear, like 14, 15 year old me, I'm walking by the doors like this. Just slump down and try to, because you can see under them. I couldn't jump. That's too conspicuous. This is the thing, is that there was, so this video 99 didn't have any, like, it went from, like, Partitions. horror to, like, horror. adult Horror to horror. And then right beside, and then right beside the adults-only section, so it went horror, adults-only, Disney films. <laughs> and like brain eaters to ass eaters. Well, if anybody was wondering in Malton at that time when Video 99 was on Goreway Drive, I'm the reason why there was suddenly doors on the adult-only <laughs> video section. <laughs> they shut that shit down. But you know what? They shouldn't have put it right next to the Disney section because I was like, oh, Little Mermaid. Oh, Little Mermaid? <laughs> it's like two different. Uh, D, if your reputation serves you correctly, you're also the reason why they started charging for popcorn. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> also, that was Little Mermaid, and then beside it was Little Spermaid. <laughs> That's, yeah, no, it was like two different kinds of Little Mermaid. Also, don't lie to you, you're also looking in the horror section. Oh, you fully, fully. Movies. Well, that's probably how I found it. Not the Disney section, but like all of the horror movies and stuff like that, so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure when I was a kid and I went to the video store with my dad, he would like sneak in there and I'd be like, where the fuck is he? And I would just like look around <laughs> and like look at the video games for hours and then you'd like go, I would always see him at the counter like way before me like checking out. I'm like, that's creepy. Yeah, with his little <laughs> paper bag. Guys, I think the statute of liability or statue of what's limitation statue of limitations statute of limitations over so one time we were all bored me and my friends and uh, <laughs> here it goes here we go we had a habit of uh we stole a bunch of we broke into a bunch of uh of uh, a, a place where they parked uh, buses and we broke into the, like we hopped over the fence and stole a bunch of fire extinguishers from those buses which is a shitty thing to do because if there was a fire those kids would have burned <laughs> oh my and then we opened, we had a plan. We opened the door of a porno store, and then I was in charge of one fire extinguisher, another friend started another. We sprayed the whole inside <laughs> with fire extinguishers, <laughs> and then two friends ran in, grabbed as many pornos as they could find, and then ran out. Holy shit. <laughs> How could they find the pornos in the smoke? They, well, I mean, it was racks of things, but they didn't, it was a rental store, so all they got were fucking boxes, empty boxes. <laughs> and it was all covered in white shit. <laughs> It was gonna be anyway. Yeah. Penis, 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 penis. Vagina? Yes! 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 She got vagina. She got vagina. We've got this. Uh, the next uh, entry into this uh, sex column is about porno. He likes porno films. My boyfriend enjoys watching porno and wants me to watch them with him. I feel uncomfortable. Is that normal? Well, the question is, why do you feel uncomfortable? Because I know women that have, or whomever, it doesn't have to be women, people that feel uncomfortable watching porn with their partners often have issues with their own self-esteem and feel that they're being compared and am I not good enough? But the mm -hmm. reality is... If somebody want to, if something turns somebody on and you turn that person on too and they want to have an experience with you and share it and they're not forcing you and let, letting you know about that, there's really nothing wrong with it. And yeah. if you are uncomfortable with porn or if you are uncomfortable with somebody telling you, asking you to watch porn with them, you really need to ask yourself, why am I uncomfortable? Like, what is it that I'm resisting here? And if it has to do with you, then address that. I mean, this yeah. isn't, this probably isn't an adult woman. It's probably a 17 year old woman who's. Just like okay with sex, but not okay with watching like a girl get pounded by like four guys. And that's okay. That I might mean, be too much. Yeah, and, and we don't know what type of porn that he was recommending. Yeah. And I mean, we've talked about this before that we, you know, there's like 
you know, there's like a lot of, you know, it's iffy when you start, when you have young people who are learning about their bodies and learning about sex through pornography when they're that young. Yeah. And if this person is like, you know, the person who wrote about like wanting to have sex all the time, she was 14. So I'm being led to believe that it's similar ages for the rest of people writing yeah. in. So it's like maybe this girl is like 14, 15 years old and like that shit would freak me. Well, it wouldn't freak me out. But, like, <laughs> but <laughs> the, the, opinion, the opinionator, what are they called? The uh, advice, advice giver. Advice the giver. Dr. D. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, uh, she just takes it so, because I mean, she says it's too bad because so much of pornography is gross and violent and demeaning to women, which is true. But she kind of treats the guy like he's like trying to force this on her. And the, yeah. the writer, she brings a lot of her own baggage to the issue yeah. where the writer Absolutely. never says. The, the person who wrote in never says that her boyfriend's pressuring her this. Exactly. It's just yeah. something he's into and he's brought it up. He never says that he keeps bothering her. She actually about it. Con- mm-hmm. compares a person to an abusive man. She says abusive men sometimes make women look at pornographic stuff to humiliate them. That's really yeah, one that's perspective. Like, yeah. That's and, weird. That's and so one sided. Every time I've watched porn with my partner, they're abusing me. What if I ask them to watch porn? Am I abusing yeah. them? Like that yeah. totally negates the whole side of like sexual positivity that women should probably, you know, start thinking about. Like you could be the one initiating the porn and you should be able to at least enjoy it. You know, privately, sometimes it's just like a private thing as well. Like, and that's yeah. kind of one point that maybe I, I could make really quickly here is that, you know, sometimes porn, two people watching porn is really, really hot. And sometimes two people that have like awesome sex can watch porn together and it could be like not that great. Yeah, I've had both experiences. And it just depends. It's like a chemistry thing too. Sometimes porn is just like meant for the privacy of your own self, right? And I mean, the the, the person who was giving advice in this really did, like James said, wipe, like, you know, they, she painted everything with the same brush in this and like, you're right. There was no indication that he was being like a creepy no, he like said she, person. He, he wants me to watch them. And it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. There was no, like, he keeps bringing it up and keeps pressuring me. And she's just like, he's a predator. He might be a murderer. Here's a question for you guys. How do you feel about watching porn with a partner? I don't think it's a good idea. I think you're supposed to turn the lights off and just, like, (laughs) pitch dark and just start humping around. And hopefully the end of baby gets made. That's just how it was raised. (laughs) I used to have, like, uh, like the opposite of a sex-positive, like, partner, basically. Like, someone who was really kind of, you know, she had, like, gone through probably a lot of stuff in her life and completely was against porn to the to the point of like we're really hitting it off and i was like kind of prepared to be like okay you know what like i've watched porn a lot obviously before and this is you know i'm but i'm cool with just like not really watching porn around you and stuff like that and all this but then it got like super elevated and completely extra to the point where she was like we saw this like uh, Sex in the City episode where they were like all in the spa, <laughs> and it was like the only like boob I'd seen other than hers <laughs> for like a year. We had gone out for like so long, so like she saw my face and like I got so busted because I like made this like <laughs> smiley face and she looked at me and like you know we looked at each other and she knew and I knew, and she like cried. This one time, like, it was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back. She went away with her mom to, for some vacation for, like, two weeks. And I was just like, Ugh. The only thing <laughs> I had was, like, fucking this VHS of Scarface. <laughs> and there's, like, this scene in the, in the sauna at, right at the end of, like, the first tape, I think it is. It's, I, I know that because it's, like, really easy to rewind to. <laughs> but, like, yeah, there's just, like, boobs in it and shit. And then when she came home, we, she busted. Me. I don't know how. I think she <laughs> detective asked some shit and threw the thing in. She's like, why is the tape on the boob thing? And I was just like, <laughs> anyways, when we broke up the, that night, I fucking went to a porn Video shop. 99. <laughs> I went to the wine place. Busted saloon doors. I got, I fucking smoked weed. I didn't even do that shit at this point. Like, I didn't even drink for three years. It was like the, literally the first time I fucking drank since we even... Anyways, that's another story. I was on the meditation straight and narrow for like a bit, but then I fucking went to the porn store. Just table flipped everything, I eh? fucking went up. Like, not only was I like, I went up to the girl at the porn store and I was you like, grabbed I her by the need collar some and you were like, Give me the goddamn porn! This is the porn. fucking porn I need. I was not sheepish about it. I and I had the time of my life. Now I have time. 
And I've never felt this way before. For someone to prohibit you from watching porn is absolutely incredibly selfish and you need to really look at why you're asking someone to stop doing that and it has to do with you if something makes you uncomfortable explore it yeah like just to kind of speak on that really quickly i know i've fucking hogged this shit right now (laughs) but honestly uh i was just kind of trying to um like not coddle her, that's not the right word, but she had gone through an abusive kind of time, and I was just trying to be sensitive to that. And I was like, okay, I like you enough, I can deal with this, but then I couldn't deal with it. True. Well, and I think a lot of those insecurity issues come out, and like on the flip side, I had a friend who was dating somebody for like a few years, they didn't ever have sex, and he did not allow her to have any sex toy. They made her throw out all of her dildos. That's which insane oh, to no. me. Like a five... It was like a $500 collection of dildos. I would have just hit it. (laughs) And then at night, I would have fucked him with it. Also, a $500 (laughs) collection of dildos. What, is she opening up a museum? I would flat out break up with them and lose their fucking number. I would kick that that guy to the goddamn curb. That is unacceptable. Also, guys, if you're not doing that great at sex, accept the help. Just use the dildos. It's fine. It's less work for you. I have more respect for people who do that than for people from people who feel like weirdly fucking offended. You come fast. Just do the dildo in there and just like think about what you're going to eat later. What about the the question of multiple dicks has to be answered with two dildos. And if you're going to be jealous about a dildo, you're going to be really jealous about the other two guys that she's going to fuck and want to fuck with. (laughs) And maybe we should talk about how you dump people like that. Yeah, we're going to tell you to dump these losers in a second. Dear baby, welcome to Dumpville. Population, you. I'm a bitch, I'm a You know, sometimes we like to laugh on girly mags and we like to poke fun at stuff. And Sometimes there's some really serious issues that we have to tackle. And people write in about some really intense stuff. And, you know, these are things that have to be handled sensitively. And I think we're definitely right for the job, you know. We've been doing this for almost a year now. Shout out to Girly Max. <laughs> and, uh, you know, sometimes people write in and they're fucking complete sickos slash fucking geniuses. All right, guys? Forget it. You know, if this was serious, we would have had D introduce it, right? <laughs> <laughs> that young man shouts to fucking give you a woke piece like that. Anyways, so when he cheats on you, you fucking do him dirty and you cheat on him right back. So, I went out with Ricky for five months and had sex with him. Later, I found out he was cheating on me the whole time. I was really hurt and we broke up over it. Then, to get even, I told him I was pregnant and I needed $250 for an abortion, which would be like $500 now. When he gave me the money, sucker, I spent it on clothes and stuff. <laughs> and the last, the last little piece is, is amazing because after all that, this person goes on to ask, was that wrong? No, you fucking genius you. You're a queen. You are my favorite person in the history of the world. If I was Ricky, I would just be like, Touche. It'd be like a. It'd be like a fucking. I. It'd be like me reacting to someone in a Mentos commercial. She just pop a Mentos <laughs> in my mouth after I found out about it, and I was like, "All right, you got me." And he'd be like, "Yeah." In today's world, this would have been called finessing, and now it, that is. That's really it. You're getting get get the bag, Ricky's and, girlfriend. And or the whatever. person who wrote that question grew up to be Angela Merkel, Chancellor of Germany. <laughs> <laughs> fucking genius lady. <laughs> Live long and prosper. Fresh goes better, Mentos Freshness. Fresh goes better with Mentos Fresh and Volatile. Mentos, the fresh maker. I want you to know that I'm happy for you. I wish nothing but the best for you. Girly Mags, getting together on a regular old regular day, just telling you how to regular drump your drump. <laughs>
Curly Max has gotten together to tell you how to dump that loser you're dating. Maybe he's not a loser or she. I think That's you made up a word though. Drunk. drunk. I like that. That's like when you do when you do it the drunk way. You're just like, oh, I don't fucking fuck you. Get out of here. And like they never want to see you because it's so unattractive. <laughs> Has your dream boy or girl gone bust? Here's how to tell them to hit the road without necessarily starting World War Three. This is a guide to breaking up with someone. Named something like Jake or Luke, who makes out with your best friend. Or Kim Jong-il. Oh, my God. <laughs> Borrows your CDs and never returns them, and then dents the driver's side door of your parents' station wagon and leaves you alone to face their wrath. Oh, my God. It sounds like fear. This is really pointed. Like fucking Kim Jong-il. <laughs> or it's also about breaking up with someone nice that you care about, but that they're just not, you know, have a spark or passion about. Cuck holes. Correct. <laughs> yeah, you fucking stole my cuck. So this article in 17 provides people some options and advice about the cruelest and kindest ways to give someone the axe. Examples they provide are, one, call him. Call him on the phone and dump him. If anyone called me on the phone to break up with me, I'd be like, I hate accepting. Like, leave me a voicemail to break up with me. <laughs> and I'll deal with it later. I have to say, everybody fucking hates that. They think it's, like, really impersonal. The call, the letter. It's like, listen, the letter. don't invite <laughs> me threats. to a fucking bar that's out of the way. Make me bring all of your stuff there that I've you've oh, ever let me. You know what I mean? Well, take a hand if you're bringing her all her stuff call that she's ever left there. Call me on the phone. I kn- no, I knew it was gonna happen. How are you case. supposed to get the stuff back if you don't meet at that bar and make you get that tab? Listen, when someone dumps <laughs> you, though, also, what, you know, I think to kind of remember to, like, not get hurt as much is just have your radar out for not just for you, but for the both of you and how it feels. Because you'll, like, always know. I just always feel like if you get dumped, you kind of just know you're, it's going to happen Guys, anyway, like unless you're just like so dumb. Let's go each headline and just quickly say, call dumped. Who's been call dumped or call dumped someone? I've, I've loved probably. that. I've never been I've been call dumped. dumped. I call dumped someone the one time I dumped someone. I'm going to do it in our house when James is in the other room. <laughs> so how many of you guys had done number two, write a letter? No, I'm not a fucking weirdo. Write a letter. I guess if this was the 90s. <laughs> wow, you just got like both sides of the coin real quickly there. <laughs> I've been like best friend dumped via letter. I oh. also got best friend dumped via letter. Yeah, I'm going to cry. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. I think I dumped somebody through a letter, but it was like in middle school. So it was like passing a note in class being like, do you want to break up? Yes or no? Oh, no. <laughs> they were like, no. And, and then third, I like, you write in Wu-Tang and circle <laughs> Wu-Tang. I was hopelessly in love with this girl from grade six to grade uh, seven, which doesn't seem like a long time, but in <laughs> elementary school, it's a long time. And she sent me a letter after we had broken up as a relationship. We started being best friends. She sent me a breakup letter how she was breaking up with me as best friends, which was a bridge too far for me. Yeah. What about lie? Have you ever lied to oh. break up with someone? No. Uh, no, I'm usually pretty honest when I break up with somebody. Oh, I lied. The same phone call. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, you know, whatever, whatever you got to do to kind of like, you know, make the thing easier in a sense, but because it's always the worst thing. I'll tell you that. It's like, you don't even almost have to lie because it's always like, okay, what I'm trying to say is this. It always ends up being the thing that everybody hates, which is it's not me. It's you. Right. That's that's what it is. It's always you. Someone's probably said this before. I think I've heard this before. Yeah, you didn't just coin that phrase. (laughs) No, no, no. no. You said it's not me. It's you. It's It's not not you. It's me. Oh, it's not you. Yeah. What side of the table are you on? I usually blame people, so that's why. (laughs) It's not me. No, but like you know what I mean. Bro, get specific. Talk about a personal relationship where there was a breakup where I lied. No, no. I don't know. It's just always, it's always I, me. It's not I that. broke up with a girl via a lie where I told her that I wasn't already sleeping with someone else. She Every had, time you tell a story, it's about you cheating on someone. She had way. a lot of exams, right? And I already decided the relationship was over because she we got in a lot of fights. We always started dating a long time ago. And she, oh, did this thing, she did this bullshit thing where she was like, we can't be seeing other people. So we're immediately in a relationship. So all of a sudden, I wasn't ready to be in a relationship with this person. But all of a sudden, we were exclusive. And we didn't even know each other. And then I realized she had these final exams, and I had already moved on, but I decided to wait a week and a half 
So I wasn't dropping this on her before her final exam because I'm a great guy. Yeah, what are you considering? And then I called her <laughs> and broke up with her, being like, I just think we're just too busy and blah, blah. Meanwhile, I'd already moved on and was dating someone else. So instead of just upfront being like her having her saying, we're in a relationship, and you saying, ah, I'm not too comfortable I with that, you lied time. for like ever? I tried. I was like, sure, I'll try and be in a relationship. Well, that's uh, a novel concept. I don't know. Rather than fucking like eight people at a time. Looks like Dr. D disagrees. <laughs> <laughs> she said, let's be exclusive. I was like, sure, let's try being exclusive. That's your first fucking mistake. Yeah. Definitely yeah. would rather fuck eight people at a time. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, what about sending back gifts or letters? In the mail? Or <laughs> I guess that could be She'd an be option. Like, or, she's like, oh my God, it's anthrax. <laughs> yeah. If you've dated me and you want to return my stuff after we break up, do not send me anything. Just keep it or burn it. I'll think it's anthrax. Same girl in that phone call. Uh, I had lost a sweater on one of our dates and she said, but I just bought you a replacement sweater th- for the one you, you lost. You should have returned the sweater. That's you like should have given me that sweater. When people break when people get married and they get engaged and then whatever they have a wedding and people give them gifts and then they break up like a month later uh you should give those gifts back buddy to the people to the people that gave them to them no that's no i don't yes i I think the stipulation like what's what's how long is it like long enough to keep the the gifts yeah it's a month okay if it's two months do you keep what if it's the next day This wedding is a no. How like long do they have to be married for before before the you, you have to keep the? I don't you know. know. You I don't gifts. like to you know put things on people. I like I, to take them away. I've definitely <laughs> given back gifts. Like when I broke up with my boyfriend. Actually, he broke up with me on the phone. Try me, bitch. But then came to pick up his shit at my house. Fuck and I you, Chad. It. Yeah. No, I packed up everything in this giant box. It was like take this with you. And then when I went outside, it was sitting next to the dumpster. Yeah, because like, it was the size of a refrigerator. I, and he didn't want to I broke up with a girlfriend and had Rowie come with me to come get my shit because I didn't want to call. That's a good a friend. Scene. I, I, bro- I broke out. up with somebody so and sad. then about two, three weeks later, they got in contact with me and they were like, remember that book you borrowed? And like, I really want it back. I was like, all right, fair enough. Buy a new and book. <laughs> when, like, I met up with them and I gave them back the book and it was all a fucking rude so they could be super emotionally manipulative yeah. to you. Just leave yeah. if you just leave your stuff with your ex and never go back and don't get it. One and thing though, the the young Minashevitz rule of like the divorce who gets keep it is whoever has it at the end gets to keep it. Period. Even if it's $100. What if it's or a, a bunch child? Of <laughs> okay, what about um James, I'm sure you know something about this. Act so obnoxious <laughs> they'll break up with you. That, I did that once. <laughs> once. James, I'm your friend, and I've thought I've broken up with you so many fucking times because you're so loud. Let's not dig this up. But don't okay. a bunch of people do that? Like, if you if you're too wussy to end a relationship, you just kind of like you act push shittier. them away. You oh, push yeah, them people away. do that. That's yeah. what it is. You're rude to them, so you push them away because you don't have the you know co co what is the <laughs> cojones cojones to dump them yourself. You, you might act- not even have mentally conceived of that's what you're doing. No, you, you probably just, haven't. Like, if you have, you wouldn't be doing that because you'd be a normal person who's like in touch with who you are. Acting psycho, like grinding your teeth and shit and being like, I've been having fucking crazy dreams, boo. Oh, my, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, no. Okay, what about um? this one is basically ghosting. Don't rec- return their calls. Yeah. Which is like. Oh, I've fully done that. All it, right. It was a lot ghosting. easier back in the days of the landlines, though. You could just like not answer if you had call screening. You don't have to. What do you mean? I know, it's, but it's, people, it's easier but now. Have, it says. But it's in your retitled their name. So it says motherfucking bitch ass bitch. <laughs> and then you're like, don't pick up when motherfucking bitch ass bitch calls. I do that when I have that like labeled for when sick kids calls me. I'm like, it's sick kids don't pick up. Oh my god! (laughs) Let the children die, Doctor D. Star sixty seven. I don't have money. I don't have money to give them. Once I have money again, I'll give them to him. Please, D. We need. We're stuck. We're, we're sick, dying. D. We're sick. Please help us. I'm a fucking horrible person. And then, of course, the, the classic and the one that think I think makes the most sense is face-to-face. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've done quite a few face-to-face breakups, and they're okay. They're usually pretty short. If it's someone that you care about, and, like, don't go to a don't bar. Don't order food. You know what? The <laughs> last time I broke up with someone, I told them to meet me at a park bench outside Art. St. George Station. <laughs> with shots. And you bring a bottle, and you're just like, yo, 
fucking okay. the shit's not bar working. Bar is fine. You take, take shots. Don't order food. So like now the food comes. Okay, I'm gonna press with this. Was saying that like I take back every bad thing I said about James just now because like I'm starting to realize how horrible I am. I broke <laughs> up with somebody after really bad sex while we were in bed naked. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god. I don't Whoa. think it's working out. Yeah, I broke oh up. My god. Yeah, they were really trying to make it work. They're like, maybe you need more lube, and I was like, maybe I need to be out of this Did relationship. Did you break up with them? <laughs> no. Did you break up with them mid-sex? Yeah, she just said. Right after. No, right after. It's like when the subway's pulling out and the doors are just closing slow <laughs> enough and you're like, I never loved you! <laughs> Please stand clear of doors. I get this shit because I'm the only fucking chick standing. And I'm a crazy bitch and I'm a widow and it makes me sick. It's fucking pathetic. Stop it. Seriously, or I'll fucking kill you. Sometimes you need inspirational quotes to post on your Instagram, and I have one. I used to do drugs, but don't tell anyone or it will ruin my image. Courtney Love. <laughs> Speaking of badass bitches that we love, Courtney Love is one of our faves, so I have some fun trivia to highlight some of her greatest 90s moments. Woohoo! Which show did Courtney Love try out for as a child? Mickey Mouse Club, Who's the Boss, The Wonder Years, or Different Strokes? Who's the Boss? Friends! <laughs> wonder years I'm gonna have to go with the years the wonder years nope it was the Mickey Mouse Club holy wonder shit years. she could have hung out with Gosling and yo with I could have fucking dated Courtney Love and then <laughs> I would have been dead <laughs> All right, this She's, is like real early Mickey Mouse she Club. said I tried out for the Mickey Mouse Club when I was 11 but I read a Sylvia Plath poem about incest so that wasn't really flying with Disney <laughs> oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> I love you I, I fucking love, so love you Courtney I fucking love her who did Courtney Love throw a uh, compact at at the 1995 MTV Video Music oh, Awards? Oh, 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 Chris oh, Farley. I know. Everybody. <laughs> I know. Madonna. Yep. Yo, ding, ding, ding. Madonna was like wow. up on the balcony. Can I say this? Yeah. And, was sh- and fucking Courtney Love, she was trying to clout chase, right? Like she was trying to throw the fucking compact up and hit Madonna or get her attention. Yeah. It was like when Prusky was locked out and she came to the window <laughs> and started throwing <laughs> shit at the window. Yeah, she was standing with Kurt Loder and she he was like, do you want to be on the interview? And then she came in and just trash talked. So they had a big <laughs> feud uh, for many years. At Lollapalooza 1995, Courtney Love threw a lit cigarette, some candy, and then punched another singer in the face. <laughs> Who was it? Kim Gordon, Kathleen Hanna, PJ Harvey, or Liz Fair? PJ Liz Harvey. Fair. Oh my God, all those things are so terrible. It's fair. It was Kathleen Hanna. Holy shit! They were contemporaries. (laughs) Hanna later sued Courtney Love and then she had to attend anger management classes. Oh (laughs) Oh my God! Oh my God! Kathleen uh, Hanna is so awesome. Yeah. Wait, Kathleen Hanna's a, a snitch, man. She should have <laughs> took care of that herself. She's married to a beastie boy. <laughs> I hate when girls infight. Yeah. Well, you know, it was the 90s. It was Lollapalooza. Things go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Which evening talk show host did Courtney Love flash on live television? Letterman. 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 Yeah, you guys got it. No, that was Drew Barrymore. They both like Drew that. Barrymore did No, that. they both did it. David Letterman did <laughs> And Madonna did some fucked up shit on Letterman, too. <laughs> but, but, good call. I was totally thinking about Drew Barrymore when I said Letterman. Letterman got to see some dope blonde titties. <laughs> <laughs> They're called mangoes. At which house... Did Courtney Love first shoot up heroin, according to her? Chris Farley. House of Versace. Or is that Chris Farley I was telling you about earlier? Charlie Sheen, Kurt Cobain, Thurston Moore. Thurston Moore. Thurston Moore, I'm going to say Thurston Charlie Sheen. Obviously. Oh, my God. Tiger blood. Tiger blood. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't say what she shot up with. It could have been B12. Who weirdly, Madonna apparently was also there. This is like rumored stuff, but according to her, this like these are her rumors. So. <laughs> <laughs> I have to express my rage. I'm really angry. I look at audiences and I like what I see. And so when I say fuck you, I say it in a loving manner. And they say fuck you right back. Who did Courtney Love accuse of, quote, raping the memory of Kurt Cobain? Dave Grohl? I think you just raped the memory of Kurt Cobain. (laughs) (laughs) Who did Courtney Love accuse of, quote, raping the memory of Kurt Cobain? Dave Grohl, Francis Bean Cobain, the Muppets, a fan. Muppets. Definitely Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. Like Muppets. She hates Dave Grohl. It was the Muppets. <laughs> oh my god! I'm failing. I forget that episode of the Muppets when like Kermit just like fucks Kirk Cobain's corpse. <laughs> no, it was it was because the Muppets covered a Nirvana song and then she got into a fight with like the Muppets. Jim Henson. 
Then she got she got into a fight with Jim Henson's corpse. <laughs> I feel I beg I beg to differ. I feel like Kurt Cobain would have fucking loved the fact that the Muppets were covering his song. They would right? would have loved it. When Weird Al Yankovic was gonna cover uh, "Smells Like Teen Spirit," uh, he said that he got the credit with Kurt. Kurt was like, "It's not gonna be about food, is it?" And it's, <laughs> he said, "No, it's gonna be about how no one can understand what you say when you sing." And Kurt Cobain loved that song. Oh, cool. Uh. How many times has Courtney Love had a public, pub, highly publicized airport meltdown? Just guess. 16. Now. <laughs> Eight. One dollar, Bob. <laughs> James is closest without going over. It's twice. I can't imagine. Oh, man. I've had two not publicized airport meltdowns. <laughs> Airports fucking suck. Everyone has. The yeah. airport is like the worst place to have meltdown though because there's so much security. It's like you're going to the loony bin straight away. Yeah. <laughs> That's where you should take someone to break up with them there. So that, <laughs> so then you, just, you break up with them and then you just get on a plane and leave. <laughs> and then they get arrested when they lose their lives. You run to the security guard. You're like, hey, Barney, this person's trying to fucking harass uh, me. Beforehand, <laughs> you look up how to join ISIS on their phone a bunch. <laughs> times and plan a, f- uh, a vacation and then they get flagged and you're like peace out we're breaking up <laughs> you're going to jail just put them on a fucking plane i've got a couple fun more quotes from courtney love uh on being offensive i'm not going to apologize for offending you actually i think you should thank me on rivalry i don't have one rival madonna wakes up every day and someone wants to be her nobody wants to be me which is awesome uh on the law i am god and my lawyers are my 12 disciples do not fuck with me (laughs) please don't say awesome i love love you you. courtney and famous feuds in no particular order billy corgan marilyn manson madonna lily allen kelly osborne kathleen hannah thurston moore francis bean cobain dave grohl Gwen Stefani, Robert Pattison, Axl Rose, Perez Hilton, Edward Norton, and many more. Um, like I <laughs> like her more than 99% of those Absolutely. Names. Yeah. I rules. like fucking rules. And I think you should add young men a shout to that <laughs> list. I was going to say, hopefully not girly mags because we love you Courtney we fucking love you so except much except for young man I love you but if you want beef with me Courtney my IG and my Twitter you can follow us get it get it Courtney he's still mad at me about it dude that was the 90s what the fuck keep the heads ringing Take that, you wet ends. It's time for everybody's <laughs> second favorite Girly Mags installment, the quiz. <laughs> What's the first? Today, well, I'll leave that as a mystery because it's time for <laughs> the quiz. <laughs> but uh, today's quiz, are you a boyfriend addict? The jizz quiz! <laughs> let me tell you, I cringe every time I say a gender-specific pronoun. Are you a serial significant other, or do you avoid romance like the plague? Take this quiz to find out whether you're, and I cringe again, a maniacal man fan or guy shy. I'm going about this for them boys. I'm not going to do gender non-neutral. I'm going about them boys. Good for you. Good for you, James. Whatever, dude. We and them boys. Leave that toxic masculinity at the door. All right. Question number one. The built bass player. And they're all built, aren't they? Let's just (laughs) flex for a little. You guys can't see this. You guys can't see this, but I have a huge muscle. I used to play play bass. How much work does it, how much muscle muscle does it take to play fucking G over and over? (laughs) The really the muscle, honestly, the, the physical fitness is just about hauling the gear, which is the worst part of being a musician. Guys And a musician's girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. All right, guys. Question number one. The built bass player from and I cringe again. The band Hunk Rockers. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, it's like I hated it, but it's now like I a metal like version it. of Chippendales or something. <laughs> hunk Rockers. It's like, honey, we haven't had sex in like four years. I'm taking you to Hunk Rockers. <laughs> yeah, but we're gay as fuck. Imagine this is like a gay punk band. They're called the Hunk Rockers. They now sound cooler. That's That'd be my, cool. Me yeah, and my I'm boyfriend, the bassist from the Hunk Rockers, are gonna fuck. Hunk. Oh my god. 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 Everyone, guys, guys. Hunk rockers, as in punk rockers. I know, a James. Genius band name. Oh my god! Thank you so much. I just got it. Now, now that we're all on the same page, we're only on question one. <laughs> okay, 
So what do you do when you get invited to? This isn't even a fucking show you get invited to. He's inviting you to a fucking rehearsal. (laughs) 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 Dirty fucking rehearsal room. What do you do? You're psyched and you drop by to hear them on your way to swim practice. (laughs) B, do you stress out until you're so sick to your stomach that you can't go? Or C, you silkscreen HR onto a t-shirt so that Base boy will know you'd be a super supportive girlfriend. All right, so I'm totally trying to focus. So, like, I've invited people to band practice. It's really fucking boring. You just sit there and hear me sing the That's same the songs worst. over and over and over, and hear us argue about when to come in. Who's coming in first? You should turn down. No, you should turn down. I, I would go B, but it's a lie. and stressed out saying I was sick to my stomach that you can't go just because I don't want to hang out in your band. Fucking Fine, party. so the okay, answer is actually B. B. Number B, two. But it's a lie. Okay, number two. <laughs> Your best friend's adorable ex-boyfriend asks you out for Saturday. Your response. We all know what you do with your best friend's ex You fuck him in quiet time. You don't tell anyone you, take you your fuck penis. it up. You, you take your penis. You put your girlfriend's vagina. You put your penis in the vagina. <laughs> number A. Okay. <laughs> I know that's not a number. I know that's not a number. It's late. I woke up early. Okay. A is fucking no way. You say far away from your buddies, exes, and crushes. B, I'll be ready at eight. Your best <laughs> friend gave you the lowdown on what a great kisser they are, and you can't wait to make out with them. Or C, I may have to babysit. Can I call you tonight? This stall <laughs> tactic will give you a chance to gauge how your friend would feel about it. And it's also a lie, which you're really good at doing. If Mean Girls has taught anybody anything, it's that you don't date your ex, your best friend's ex-boyfriend. Irregardless, ex-boyfriends are just off-limits to friends. I mean, that's just like the rules of feminism. Go to that well, let's not pick the answer for James because we know what he's going to pick. I'd go B. I he's would ready say at I'm 8 o'clock. I knew I would be, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be conflicted, but I'm fucking him. Well, my All dick right. would be out at 8.05. <laughs> All right, number three. Out of the blue, your would-be true love breaks up with you. Ooh. You think about, A, the past to figure out what went wrong. B, the future and how you will never trust someone again. Or C, you think about the present and how you're going to snag that fine skateboarder <laughs> you've had your eye on. He was a boy, she was a girl. Can I make it any more obvious? Definitely not C. Uh, it'd be A, I think about the past, think about how I'm a piece, like uh, all the things that ever went wrong in my life. But I think about, I would do uh, B and think about how bitter I am and how I'm never going to trust a boy again. That sounds like oh, you. Yeah, yeah, I'm never boy. trusting anyone. Next question. How often do you fantasize about romance, i.e. jerk off? A, once in a while, like just after reading a steamy novel or watching Christian Slater in Untamed Heart. Oh, he has a monkey heart there. It's not hotter than a monkey heart. <laughs> oh, that's true. It's fucking untamed for real. B, every minute. You think about it every minute. Unless you're momentarily distracted by the tortured love lives on daytime TV. Or C, you think or fantasize about romance. Never. It's a total waste of mental energy. See, I'm saying (laughs) romance, I think, once in a while because I will just, like, fantasize about, like, realistic scenarios in which someone could ever love me. (laughs) Oh, my God. So what are you saying again? B? I guess A. A. Just whatever one is the closest to a gun and a single <laughs> bullet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question, people. <laughs> Are you with me, girly mags people? We yeah. got this question. We're asking Marilyn Mansplain what a cute senior tells you you look hot in those thigh highs. Very <laughs> Marilyn Mansplain. <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? Do you smile but take their compliment in stride? You've heard that they're a big-time flirt. Do you go out and buy four more pairs of those so you can wear them every day of the week? Or that's not James because he doesn't ever wash his clothes. It's the next one. It's the next one. (laughs) Four four pairs for James is just like wearing them Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, (laughs) Thursday. They're fucking shoes. (laughs) (laughs) They're thigh highs. Aren't there stockings? They're stockings. I didn't think they were shoes. He thought they were thigh high docks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I thought they were thigh high. 
shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. You're a goth. I'm a hoe wearing my thigh high boots. You're a no, goth. He, now he realizes lawn, like doing laundry comes into play. He's like, I'm not for that. I'm sorry. Oh, but make it fashion. What's B? No. Uh, fucking, C. you know what I mean? Da, da, da. Oh, yeah, C. Okay, so do you blush and vow never to wear them again? <laughs> I assume everything's an insult at first. Yeah, that's so called an inner C. critic, and yeah. you need therapy. He's right? very modest. Dr. D will help you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you meet someone cool at a party. After talking with them for a while, you think, eh? I hope they don't ask me for my number. B, this person had better ask me out on a date or I'll have fucking wasted precious fucking minutes here flirting with this person. (laughs) Damn it. Or C, cool, a new friend. You can never have too many friends. (laughs) What are you guys doing? A guy, we meet a guy at a bar or a club, you're having a party and. Tell him I'm gay and have to leave me. Uh, I don't know, James, what would you pick? I think that James, James doesn't like to waste a. time, as we know. He likes to interrupt people all the time, so yeah. I would go with B, being like, James oh, I hope they didn't waste yeah, my time. Yeah, get me straight to that dick. But I think James <laughs> has such a low self-esteem that part of him might pick A. I mean, I would be like B, because, I mean, we wouldn't even get that point, because I'd be waking up the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> and then hating yourself. With his stickiness on my stomach. <laughs> Let's face it, by the time James actually gets to a party, he's already survived his own pre-drink, which consists of, oh, lot of alcohol he doesn't know what he's doing at the party it's all about waking up the next morning just write your number in your sticky on my stomach just do it i am not even angry at you anymore i just feel like really bad for you yeah that's that's what he wants so don't come fall see prey me, to come it. see me after the podcast dr d has some time <laughs> after the podcast psychiatrist is in too busy offering hand jobs for self-esteem <clears throat> you're sitting with your friends in the cafeteria But they're all talking to their significant others. Loser. You don't have one. Loser. So you, A, concentrate on identifying the mystery meat on your plate. Ooh, mystery meat. Loser. B, you vow not to eat until you have a lunch date. Why is this about food? It sounds like Jake. (laughs) Why is it about a hunger strike? And this is where shit gets problematic, and I do not subscribe to this because it says most guys like thin girls better anyway. This type of shit is crazy fucking not true shit. People think that. Crazy not true. Honestly, though, like for, for, for like a few times around, just like I've had to defend myself for like liking girls that are not thin. You know what I mean? And being like, no, I you like that. You should never that. have to like, defend no, that. No, I like that. No, I like that. Why would I ever have to say that? This this type of shit really is almost like why girly mags fucking exist in the first place. C, become part of whichever conversation interests you the most or change the topic. Do you know me? Obviously. <laughs> I'm going to go whatever conversation interests me the most. Or make it about me. <laughs> if they are talking about you already. Times. Yeah. <laughs> if we're really being real here, though, James, you would probably not want to be around anyone when you're eating. If I'm going to. Oh, yeah. So Good true. Good point. That nullifies everything. It's like, what the fuck was the point of number 12? <laughs> well, I have tallied up the scores here to find out James's boyfriend addiction. Yeah. So. James has guy anxiety. No, that's the worst one! (laughs) (laughs) You douse yourself with extra strength repellent if such a thing existed. You're utterly uncomfortable when a person expresses interest in you. Yep. Are you convinced that you'll be rejected in the end? Well, this is so huge. Or are you worried that someone's getting a little too close and invading (gasps) your personal space? This is James! This is James! Oh my God! Does this involve just guys or does it apply to all It's genders? anybody and it's you. This is why no guys are hooking up with me. <laughs> Give yourself a little more credit. Yep. Dating doesn't mean giving up on the rest of your life or losing yourself. Think of it as a science experiment. The hypothesis being that you'll probably have a good time. So it's basically saying you're too uptight. You're Message too uptight. Message girly mags. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Boys. 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 That's it for Girly Mags, episode 21. We're legal in the States. Hell yeah. Thanks so much for joining us. 
For your daily dose of 90s nostalgia, please follow us on Instagram at girly.mags and on Twitter at girly underscore mags. And if you liked what you heard, please find us on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. I know you want to, not because I'm threatening you. (laughs) (laughs) And if you want to send us your embarrassing moments or you have questions, ask anything. Please, please, God, ask us. You can also uh, you DM us or you can email us at girlymags at buns with a Z, buns.com. And our next episode is going to be our one-year anniversary, so stay tuned for our year in review. What the fuck, Norm? <laughs> we have a naked man in the room. We have a naked girly <laughs> man. He's holding a lamp. A naked man is holding a lamp. walked away with a fucking lamp. <laughs> oh, my God. We have random naked men entering the room at Girly Studios. Girly Max, naked men. Girly Max headquarters. Next week, next two weeks, next episode, one year anniversary of Girly Max. We've been doing this for one year. One this year. This fucking bullshit. One year of my life gone. If you feel like emailing us and letting us know what your favorite moments are, we welcome that. Also, yeah. slide into my BMs, you perverts. <laughs> oh, Get out of here. Christ. Goodbye. We love you. Bye. 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 See you next week. One year. One year. One year. One year.